Donal Youngblood hated winter. This one seemed to be dragging, and it was only January. He arrived at work in the dark, left in the dark, and worked below ground level in rooms with no windows. The only time he saw daylight was when he could snatch a spare five minutes at lunchtime to pop out and grab a sandwich. Donal was a technical assistant to a home office pathologist, and with deaths in South Yorkshire on the increase due to the COVID-19 pandemic, they'd never been busier. Today alone, he'd assisted in four autopsies, registered eight new bodies brought into the post-mortem suite, chased up two suppliers who hadn't delivered, filed five reports, replied to countless emails from the coroner's office and the police, and grieving relatives, and endured a painful call from his mother back in Dublin, chastising him for not calling since Christmas. On top of all that, it was still only bloody Tuesday. He had it all to come again tomorrow, and he was scheduled to work this coming weekend too, just like he'd worked last weekend and the one before. During his laughably short lunch break, a call had come through from South Yorkshire Police, and pathologist Dr Adele Keane had been called out to Wigtwizzle as bones had been found. He returned to the empty suite to find a hastily written post-it note stuck to the screen of his computer. She told him to finish tidying up the lab, prepare the case notes for review at the meeting tomorrow, chase up the suppliers again, and have an early finish. Was that a joke? There was no such thing as an early finish. By the time he'd put his coat on and turned off the lights in the office, it was gone half past six. He dragged his feet across the car park. He was shattered. He wanted nothing more than to fall into bed and sleep until April at the earliest. The engine of his ancient VW Polo started on the fifth attempt. He crunched the gears and headed for home. He drove with the windows down, so the harsh easterly wind hit him in the face. He needed something to keep him awake for the journey. The irony of crashing and ending up in one of the fridges in the mortuary he'd just left was not lost on him. He pulled up outside the block of flats he lived in at Brightside, grabbed his bag from the front passenger seat, and headed for the stairs. He didn't even bother to check if the lift was working. It hadn't done since he'd moved in a year ago. He took long strides, two steps at a time, and tried his hardest not to inhale the stench of piss on the stairs. Donal! He heard his name being called as he stood outside his front door, key already in the lock. He recognised the thick Yorkshire accent of his neighbour, Mrs Sims. She was a kindly old lady, and she made an amazing banana bread, but he really wasn't in the mood for her right now. He turned to her and gave her his best placatory smile. Good grief, Donal. You look like you've spent a week on the lash. If only. Is everything all right? Fine, just very busy at work. I thought I hadn't seen you much lately. Anyway, I'll not keep you. This arrived for you this afternoon. I had to sign for it. She held out a small grey plastic bag. His eyes lit up. He knew what it was straight away. Thank you, he said, taking it from her. It felt light in his hands, but what was inside weighed a tonne.